Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. Who skipped Daddy Daughter Night at the local Chili's just for you? You guessed it, your two hosts, Rue and Tugs. Well, welcome to <laughs> For What It's Worth, and that was an amazing opening. Wait, did we just start? Yes! Oh, I was just playing that. <laughs> <laughs> are we hot? Okay, we are hot. <laughs> you gotta so, um, we need to lay off the postum. Why did you not show up this Daddy Daughter Day? I was your daddy, and you were my daughter. <laughs> I, I think most of the audience would agree that you would have been the daughter. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's all right, though. It's all right. It's all good. After good. all, my nickname is Pam. Good times. Just kidding. Good times. <laughs> oh, my God. So the good times joke, just uh, as everyone knows, if you go to YouTube and look up Shweaty Balls, S-C-H-W-E-T-T-Y. Oh, my gosh. Why are you even mentioning this? Because that's what they do. They go, good times, good times. And it's appropriate for the holiday season. And that's where we're at. You know what's weird, though, as I was thinking about this? Australia is like summer awesome. right now, right? And yeah. then what's also funny is no one ever mentioned South America or Africa. Nonetheless, I'm like, I don't know if I want Christmas to be 100 degrees Fahrenheit. You know what they actually get for, for the holidays and for Christmas? They get a barbecue and a swimming suit. You know how we get sweaters and clothes? Do they get ugly swimsuits? They get like swimsuits. <laughs> Are there ugly Christmas. swimsuits though? That's important. Um... I don't think you can have ugly swimsuits. Yes, you can. You could give a two-piece to a fat person. <laughs> then, yes, that would be a, a horrible, horrible thing. So I, I've been waiting to ask you this, and it's time, because now we're recording again. How did the dinner go? And refresh everyone. What oh happened? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, they were just, like, fighting Wait, with each other, throwing food. No, are you serious? No, no, I'm not. Well, so I'll recap. So... My parents um, and my mate ended up hosting Thanksgiving. And it was, you know, at first I was thinking it was going to be quite awkward. But my parents were champions. They didn't really, like, put up a fuss or anything like that. So they didn't make it awkward? Well, it was kind of awkward when they went up to our bedroom. Both his mom and my mom at the same exact time. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are they going in your bedroom? You're an adult. Like, that's like the sanctum. I, I don't go because in my Because they wanted bedroom. to see a tour. They've never been in the house. But that's, but it's a perfectly acceptable to say, that's my bedroom, and then not open the door. I mean, what are they going to do? Check under so. your bed for monsters? I guess I invited them in. I'm, okay. I, have a, I have a pretty well, clean bedroom. Well, no, no, you do. I've seen your bedroom before, but... I'm just I'm just thinking if there was like a dildo or something like on the bed. Oh no no then, no! But you invited them in, so they willingly crossed the threshold to the inner sanctum. Yes. Okay. Yes, they did. So anyway, and sorry. So my mom was saying things like, "This oh, this is his bed that he ended up buying," and then like his mom's like, "Oh, and this is my son's desk that he made." <laughs> and then um, she's she looked at a degree and she's like, "Oh, what is that a degree for?" and um, his, his mom pitched in and said, oh, he has a physics degree. And my mom was like, oh, that's really cool. He has a, oh yeah, he does have a physics degree. Huh? Yeah. That's really cool. Like just, is it a, a master's? Associates? Um, bachelor's? It's a bachelor's in physics. Yeah, whatever. So. It's no more of a degree than most people. Yeah, no kidding. So, He's so, trying to get into the bachelor's program. So was way. that awkward then? Like, or? It, that was probably the, the peak of the awkwardness. Was, Other than that, you know. Was it awkward for them or just for you? Like, were they doing that, or was it just you? Um, I think it was. I think it went all right. I mean, I'm sure 
my parents talked about, you know, the two of us a lot. Actually, <laughs> afterward. you know, you know that's, what the that's my is. parents. My parents will be sweet and sweet and sweet directly to your face, but then they'll go home and they'll talk about you behind their back. Uh, so they're passive aggressive. Yes, they're passive aggressive family. Uh, you know what, though? The thing is, and here's what the secret is, is when they were in your room looking at your stuff and looking at the bed, everyone was imagining you two on the bed doing it. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Whatever. Whatever. Well, I mean, come on. Do you, do you go into someone's room and go, this is where they do it? You've done it at least <laughs> once, haven't you? Totally. Whenever I go into your bedroom, I'm like, there's been so many people that have had sex on this bed. Yeah, so many people. Let me tell you, the parade that goes on in my room of naked people... Hey, you know what? You can have a party of one, Tugs, you know? Yeah, it's a party. Of, no, it's a party of two, because I've always got Rosie. <laughs> She's good. What did you do? Um, I am surviving the holiday season, and it's not that I've, I'm not actually going a lot of places. I don't feel like I'm going a lot of places that I don't want to go. So, you know how at this time of year you go to the mall, and it's like a clusterfuck of people. It's just people everywhere being dicks, and not, and they just stop in front of you to start texting someone. And it's like, hello, this is a, a, a walking path. Keep going. Like, those kinds of things. I, I'm normally pretty patient with it, but when I have a lot of people, it just it just ups it by a thousand. And I don't handle it well, so I I am an avid, avid Amazon Prime subscriber. They're not paying me to say that, but it's true <laughs> because I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> um, but I have been going out. Um, we I've been, I've been working on stuff for UnthroCon next year, which has necessitated me going around. Um, and then just my cars have had some problems, so I've been taking public transit, which is okay because we live by the rail system and it's always on an interval. Um, but usually I just come home and I survive. I cook dinner for the people in my house who demand I feed them. Um, and I play Final Fantasy fourteen to escape for a couple hours and then I go to bed. Woo. I don't play it all the time though, you know, because you gotta, you gotta be an adult. Well, I finished, let's see... Um, Dead Rising 3 or whatever. That's, oh, yeah, because you do have an Xbox One, right? Yeah, okay. well, I don't own it. But, but you have access to one. Four, right? sorry. Dead Rising 4. No, it's 3. I swear it's 3, It though. says 3 on the box. It's 4. The sound tech is arguing. And by the way, Koru's out today uh, because we're recording on a Tuesday, which is not normal. But with the holidays, that's what you do. Hmm. Um, it is oh, the new Dead Rising. Oh, I was right. I was right. Okay. So, so overall, I know that you haven't probably played like a lot with it, but what do you think of the Xbox One right now? Is, is it a buy or is it a wait? You know, I find it quite annoying whenever, like sometimes when people want to watch TV, you could be playing video games. You could just be like, Xbox, watch TV. And it's like, it automatically switches. Like if you're in the middle of a game and you could be like dying and... This. It'll just shut the game off? It, Does it well, confirm and say, hey, dummy? No, it it will automatically switch it, but it will pause the game itself, but it will just automatically switch. That sounds like there's a lot of dick potential in there. There's not a, the good kind. There's a lot of dick p- potential. Can't you turn off and on certain commands? Oh, I'm sure that you can. I mean... Mm. But, but should you buy the system? Is really The whole world is waiting on your furry butt to recommend if you should buy an Xbox One or wait. I, I like Dead Rising. That was that is was it, pretty fun. But is it five hundred dollars of fun? It Dead Rising wasn't. I personally feel Dead Rising was not 
a next generation game. No, because no, I think they started development a long time ago for that. Yeah, so... What about, do you like the new Killer Instinct? I, you, know, you know who I feel is actually winning? Who? I personally feel that the Wii U has a very... I know. It I, came out of nowhere, huh? Yeah, it's like I, I feel that right now that they're winning. Well, out of consoles, but I have to admit, now that I have my new laptop, like I said last show, being able to game on the PC and have... I've always liked consoles because I don't like to mess with settings and, you know, you just put it in and it works. Um, but I'm not really happy with either console, so the PC is kind of like the safe place to kind of hang well, out. Well, you right have now. Steam, and Steam is amazing. Steam is amazing, and I'm, but that's what I'm saying is if you're not sure what console to buy, I personally think that you should just hang out on Steam and spend your money there for now, and when you decide about a console so later, So what do you think about the Steam box, then? I don't know enough about it to have an opinion right now. I was kind of reading about it today in the John, and I was I, they don't have enough info on it yet, you know? And so I guess it's going to kind of be like Android, where multiple play people will be making it. Um, but Valve owns the code and does whatever, so we'll see. Hmm. Um, I don't want them to pull an Android. I'd rather have them do an Apple and just be like, everyone is this way, but we'll see. So, so you so, like the Wii U, huh? Yeah, no, I, I'm so really wait. enjoying the Wii U. Wait on the one. Yeah, I I actually feel like that you should wait for a price drop. Like spending that much money right now is no offense to some of our listeners is really kind of stupid. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I get it. I get it. It's it's overpriced. Right I now. mean, there's not enough games. I mean, already my roommate that bought it, I didn't buy it. The roommate that bought it, he's like, okay, now what? See, I hate that. You get that glut, and it's like. Now what? You wait till spring because it's the way the holiday works. They put everything out of the holiday and then you wait till April for the next burst. And it's like, what the hell? He he has no games to play right now. Yeah. Well, I would play Killer Instinct, but I'm a sucker for that combo breaker. Mm-hmm. And then the counter breaker is cool. But the only thing I want for an Xbox One is, that, is the controller, which I'm waiting for PC support in Microsoft. What do you think about PlayStation 4 then? Uh, I don't have enough uh, experience with it to have an opinion, but if I was to go buy a console now... I'd probably go for the 4, um, but I'm waiting to buy a 4 because I want the Kingdom Hearts edition. So, so have you seen any movies lately, Tugs? I have not seen Frozen, if that's what you're getting at. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. It's so awesome. I've been trying to get people to go see it, and no one will go see it. So, really? Yeah, I know. And it was it was really good. I, I feel like it's a 90s Disney movie, like a good the Disney, Disney Renaissance movie. period? Okay. Yeah, okay. so I believe that it's right up there with Beauty and the Beast, right up there um, with Lion King, you know, different things. I don't know if it's better than Lion King, but... That's a push, my friend. Yeah, but I, I believe it's up there with Beauty and the Beast. Really? Yeah. That is a huge proclamation, because Beauty and the Beast won, I think it was the first Academy Award winner. So, wow, you you putting it out there. No, I highly recommend it um, for you to go see it, so... I'm yeah. trying to find something here while we're talking. It has some really, really good music to it. You know how you have, like... Aladdin, and you listen to the, you know, you watch the movie, and then you have like those songs stuck in your head for no, about because a I don't week like or two. Musicals. <laughs> but sure, sure, I'll not. Uh huh. Okay, okay. Well, that's what will happen to you after watching Frozen is that you'll get all these songs stuck into your head, and you'll be like, "Oh, I want to go buy the album." That's good. That's good. I'm excited. I I would actually own that one. Really? That's where I'm putting it at. So, I have an update on the war on Black Friday. Normally, we don't take comments through our uh, show comments page. Oh, I was going to catch you on that. I was going to be like, no, Tugs, you can't read that. But, 
Yeah, so next time send it into the email. So this is from Hazard. And this is what she said about our war on Black Friday. Did you hey, go shopping I'm on Black Friday? Go, I'm going to go take a nap now. Did you go shopping on Black Friday? Just go read the email. Answer the question. I will after you read the email. Okay, she said, oh, Hazard said, thank you, Tugs, for not shopping on Black Friday and being totally against it. I have worked a graveyard shift at Walmart the last three years, and this year they started the event at 6 p.m. 6 p.m.? So instead of coming in at 10 p.m. like I normally do, they made us come in at 5 p.m. So on Thanksgiving morning, I got home from work at 8, went to bed, woke up at 3.30, and left at 4 so I could get a parking spot. This was the same for almost everyone. We have no choice in the matter, even if it's against our availability agreement, not to work on Thursday. They'll make us come in anyway, and they threaten to fire us if we don't. The workload isn't hard compared to what we normally have to do, but the pay is really good for retail, so I can't complain. And we did get not get a Thanksgiving, just some cheap, dry, tasteless slot that they try to pass off as a Thanksgiving meal at work. People think we have time to spend with our families before going to work, but we don't because we have to get some sleep if we want to survive the shift. I wanted to slap everyone who was in there shopping and waiting in line at 4 p.m. instead of spending time with their friends and family because I would give anything to have been able to do so. So yeah, Black Friday is shit, and thanks for standing up for retail workers on the podcast. Heart. Did you go shopping on Black Friday? I did. You are a dick. Shut up. No, you're look, see, you're even getting points. Where did you go shopping? Did you go shopping online or in a store? I went to GameStop. Oh my god, that's the worst offense. No, it's not that bad. I've no no no. I can speak personally because I worked at GameStop Black Friday. Oh, well. It was the Friday, the Black Friday after the 360. Everybody was like trying to get their PS4. Like I could I could have bought a PlayStation 4 in there. Sony said though that those are available all the time, so it's no biggie. So um, and then everybody was in there in the Xbox, you know, for Xbox One. Xbox. Like it's like some composer. Xbox. Xbox. Compose your <laughs> classical music now. So you really went shopping? Yeah, but I didn't really shop for I, myself. I will continue the war next year and try and convince you not to shop. And maybe have, the audience will join me I or be against one. me. I one. I got one thing. What'd you get? I got Kingdom Hearts. One and a half for like 20 bucks. You could have gotten it on Amazon for huh? 20 bucks. I went in for other reasons, too. Like what? For my mate. Was he working? No. Okay. He bought like $200 worth of stuff. The war will be back. The audience will join or be against me, but we'll see. Stay tuned. You know what? It's okay for everybody to enjoy Black Friday. With but I, But I will say this. One more point before we go to break, or to the cookie. Okay. I absolutely disagree that they um, start Black Friday so early. Or they have, like, pre-Black Friday sales. Or so like, don't go at 6 p.m. on Thursday. Yeah, it wasn't 6 p.m. It was 12 o'clock midnight, you know. I think 6 p.m. sales on Thursday, people need to, like, be shot in the dick or something. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie! <laughs> and if you have an opinion on Black Friday, write in. We'll continue the war as, as needed. That's what we do instead of a war on Christmas, by the way. We do a war on Black Friday. All right. Oh, he's opening the cookie. He's opening the cookie. Oh, my gosh. You get, you need a new brand. Oh, before you read that, I just got something through our Twitter because I forgot to shut off my phone. Um, someone sent us a picture of chocolate-covered fortune cookies. Really? Yeah, from Keo. So Are they going Keo. to send them? <laughs> no, you have to go buy them at Walmart. Oh. I know. I was sent to Anybody's. Okay. <laughs> An old acquaintance will re-enter your life in bed with a cookie. 
<laughs> Can you imagine how awkward that would be? You roll over. Oh my God, I haven't seen you forever. How are you? <laughs> oh, I just, I just was in the neighborhood. I just, I just came. Yeah. I just came. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tons. Phrasing. <laughs> I don't know where my buttons are anymore. <laughs> So we're in the studio tonight. We've built a fake fire. We have our hot cocoa. It's on the TV. I know. I know. We're like warming our hands and holding the TV and nothing is happening. But we like to feel like it's warm. Wait, and this isn't this isn't hot cocoa. This is coffee. I'm having cocoa. I don't have coffee at night. I'll stay up all night hooting like an owl. So <laughs> a couple, uh, we actually have a teeny tiny speck of housekeeping about this particular episode. We had a guest lined up. They couldn't make it. Uh, due to a last-minute cancellation. So it's just Drew and I, and we'll be sitting back here in the studio, reading your emails, deciding if you've been naughty or nice. Uh, oh, holy shit. Um, what? You uh, just swore on the show. I know, I know. I just remembered something, and I will... So remind me to tell you about the new Cards Against Humanity thing they're doing for Christmas, because it's hilarious. We'll just say it right now. Um, so Cards Against Humanity is, is doing a naughty or nice 12 days of holiday bullshit. And they're giving, like, teeny mini card packs every day to people who got in. They only did it for, like, 100,000 people. So you had to pay 12 bucks. Um, so I got in on it. Um, and some of the cards are hilarious. Like, one of the cards is, because Mormons can't masturbate, they pe- they channel all that pent-up sexual tension into blank. Oh. <laughs> no! And then they, one, of the, one of the answer cards is, like, Vishnu's flying detachable vagina. You're a horrible person. <laughs> I don't come up with these cards! Anyway, so... We have a lot of emails, and thank you to everyone who sent them in. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you. So this is something we do every year. We take a break from the hustle and bustle of buy me stuff, and we do the opposite. We like to say what we're thankful for rather than give us stuff. So let's see who gets to kick off. Oh, I do. Yay. So first email is from Kira the Fox. Congratulations on your new podcast, Kira. She says, you ask a very hard question. I could go with the cliche and say I'm thankful for my friends, my family, and the roof over my head, but that really would not say it, since my house has no walls. I would have to say I am thankful for the internet. It has brought me closer to so many people. It has allowed me to speak with the people I love, whom I cannot call due to long-distance charges, and has allowed me to learn the things that would have otherwise never known anything about. It has done so much for me and for all of us, and we all just take it for granted. I think that we would all be fairly lost without it. And in the sense of getting to talk to people, we have no other way to contact other than online. We should all, in fact, be thankful for this man-made wonder, which then used, which when used wrong makes so many people look stupid, but when used right can bring nothing but happiness and bring people together over something good or kinky. Either way, it is what is allowing me to communicate with you right now. Till next time, Kara the Fox. <laughs> Thank you for setting that. She does have walls in her house. I added that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a roof, but no walls. Well, could you imagine, could you imagine, if we didn't have the internet? Yes, because I was born before the internet was public. Well, I know, I know. Do you remember what that was like? Yes, I do remember what that was like. You know what it was like? It was like you needed to go to the bank and do something. They had computers, but if you needed records, it was like, sir, it'll be a two-day period while we go downtown and look through our card catalog. Remember card catalogs? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the internet. The internet is expensive, but it is amazing. Like, if you look, a lot of people don't know how the internet's structured, right? Like, it's just... To me, the internet is a blue E. 
Well, let me rephrase. I mean, finish my question. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. So, um, what if we didn't have the internet? How would the furry fandom be now? Could you imagine, like, receiving a letter? Hey, dude, I think you're really Murray Purry or something. <laughs> oh, my God. The FBI has examined this Murray Purry letter. <laughs> uh, we would not exist. The show would be gone. We would exist, but the show wouldn't. You think? Podcasting doesn't exist without the internet. Uh, well, we could like do the we could do a radio show. You got ten thousand bucks to go buy a, a license from the FCC. I wish. Yeah, broadcast licenses are hella pricey. They're more than ten thousand, but maybe plus, we could maybe we could save up ten thousand dollars, go back in time, and and do. I don't know. I'm being stupid. No, no, but you can't go back in time. You can only go forward. They've proven that. Mm-hmm. I don't get the theory of relativity, but yes. <laughs> I have to say, the internet is, if you think about it, that is huge. Life 10 years ago was so different. Everything was JPEGs and GIFs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> do you remember Netscape? Yes. Yes, I do. And and how AOL was like the best thing ever. Do you remember AOL keywords? No, I don't. There would be like, check AOL keyword dicks or whatever, and it would like take you to a special part. You know that people still have dial-up today. Yeah. Hey, they're online. Yeah. I mean, if you live in the sticks, there's yeah. no fiber line running to you. That's I mean, true. That's true. But dial-up. Oh. Do you remember? And kids today don't even know what a dial-up tone sounds like. There are people listening to our really? show right now that never had to dial-up. Do, 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 do. Whatever. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that, made? that was the first part. That do, do, do. <laughs> Remember when computers like, like the coolest thing was like just a CD I don't wrong. know like <laughs> No, you remember those floppy disks? I know. And the, you know what the floppy disk lives on in Word though. And you had to like type in all these commands before the game would even like start. So it was like almost like a game within itself to actually get it to run. And then you get all those people now who are like hard nerds and are like, I'm not going to go to graphics. I want to type my secret commands. It's like, ah, come on. Come on. Move on. So, Anyways, thank you for that email. Thank you. Next up, uh, we have Bree Pub's email. That would be me. All right. It says, hi, it is Bree Pub. I have been wanting, I have been waiting for this episode to come around again. This year along, I have a lot to be thankful for. Last week, I told you how I have health problems. Well, first off, I have a heart condition. I have had three open heart surgeries, and I am very thankful I was able to pull through that. Well, early this year, my doctor, which I am glad I found a, my heart I am glad I got found my heart was not working as well. So I add so I add another another pill. Okay. A little later this year, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And well, that has taken a heavy toll on my body. I have been thrown to so many doctors and given so many medication, it's just well, I'm not, I'm gonna have trouble getting through this email. <laughs> it's not it's not that I can't 
<sighs> All right. It is just tiresome, and I'm thankful my body has built up a major pain tolerance. I am so thankful that my family has been there every step of the way. Honestly, I am just very thankful to have a chance to live. When I was born, I should have died. So I find I am just living in borrowed time and I am willing to make the most of what I have. Sorry if this is kind of rambly. I love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Hugs and cookies to all. And have happy holidays to all of you first. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm never going to know how much that you were going through. And how much I'm sure that every day you are thankful, you know, to to be alive. Just like you said in your email. You know, there's so many things that we take for granted. Health. Health. You know, being able to wake up and get your clothes on, walk out the door. You know, there's so many things that, you know, sometimes we just take for granted. Do you t you're not one of those people who has a pill yet every day, right? No, I don't. So you wake up and just get dressed. You don't have to worry about meds. Well, but I have my own things well, right, as right, far right. as like. Oh, yeah. See, you do have a daily medicine. Oh, well, yeah. I have glaucoma. Right. So. So you have to take your, do you take your eye drops through? I should. <laughs> you, you see, that's the thing is with health, you've really got to think about it because a lot of the things we do, it's like uh, not just glaucoma, but like people who smoke, people who do whatever. I mean, the body's all right for an occasional whatever trip that you decide to go on. Um, but it's not. It, it's one of those things that you just don't think about the consequences until they accumulate to the point where it's like, oh, maybe I should have done something different. So if you're in good health and you don't have to take pills every day, do what you can to keep it that way because mm -hmm. I'm not pill-free. I mean, I've it's like as you go through life, you acquire more pills every decade. <laughs> so I'm sure there's people out there who don't take any meds right now. So do what you can to keep it that way. You can't always control it, but a walk around the block is always a good thing, even in bitter cold. Yeah, but there's some people that, that, you know, like like with this email, he doesn't really have a, you know, he never had that choice. Right, so why would we want to squander something exactly. in front of him? That's kind of like, I would say that's almost like giving him the bird if you're just like, I'm going to eat my chocolate cake and I'm obese and not taking care of myself. And it's like, I didn't even get a choice. Why would you want that, you know? But I, mean, I like chocolate cake. You, I'm you, just you, kidding. I'm just kidding. But you kidding. get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying. I mean, and you, you don't have a duty. And, to and I don't mean that, to, to poke fun or anything. No, right? no, no. It's just one of those things where it's like, if you're in good health, do what you can to keep it. I mean, it's respecting yourself. And you also get the side benefit of respecting other people who don't get a choice, which is not going to hurt. You don't have a duty to do that, but it doesn't hurt, you know? Yeah. Because then you can help them. You know, I I've known... I've known some people that are in pretty similar circumstances where, you know, the basic things of being able to, I have a friend that has a rod that that's put directly into his back and, you know, he's had to go through some major um, surgeries and 
um, you know, thank goodness for St. Jude being there to be able to help him. Um, you mean the hospital, the right? Ho- oh, like, I'm imagining some angel. No, 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 no. St. Jude's hospital. Yeah, St. Jude's hospital, which helps out kids, yeah. you know, that have either cancer or problems like that. But, um, you know, later on in life, like one of his legs wasn't growing as fast as the other one. So therefore, it it made his um, his back all skiwampus, you know, different different Isn't things that like that. Pelvis too. Yeah, messed oh. with his pelvis. It even like went into his face to where you know a side of his face was pulling as well. Whoa. So it was pretty extensive, and he ended up having to get his leg amputated um, just so that they could correct the problem. Because what they were trying to do is they were trying to. Um, correct it by correcting the length of that leg so they would they would actually break that leg purposely and stretch it and have the bones like grow Man. back to like, like make it bigger have you seen gattaca uh-uh. uh, in gattaca uh, the the premise is that everyone is genetically designed before they're born mm-hmm. and if you're and so no one has any kind of like um handicaps or disabilities or whatever and the guy in there he um Turns out he was born with what they called a borrowed ladder. Um, he was born normally, so he wasn't born with it. He was just born with a defect of some kind. And he was stealing someone's DNA. Um, and he changed his appearance and like had to like grow his legs longer. And like they broke his, he broke his legs on purpose to get them to grow longer. Yeah. Anyways, so... Be grateful for your health. Yeah, so to correct that problem, they had to amputate his legs and put a rod up his back, and he was, like, in a wheelchair for the longest time. Is he free-walking now? Yes. Modern medicine is amazing. Yes, he is free-walking now. We are on to Alan. Hello, Ruined Tugs, and guest on the show that's not here. Casper. (laughs) Casper the Friendly Ghost. Um, This is Alan Soft Belly. Here just f- just to let you know that I am grateful for this holiday season. And yes, my fursona is a rat. So yeah. Anyways, I'm going to bullet this email. We love bullets. So it will make it easier for you guys. So let's get it started. Number one, cookies. Yes! Because they will always be your friends. In in, the shower. (laughs) Until you eat them in the shower alone. (laughs) Did you really write that? Yes, he did. (laughs) You're so good. (laughs) 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 If you don't get that reference, please watch the last episode. (laughs) It was the last episode, right? It was the last episode. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Okay. Bullet point two, the furry fandom, like a second family to me. Three, for what it's worth, always cheers me up when I'm down. Four, my parents, they brought me into this world, so yeah. Five, my mates, they make me feel love, and I love them both so much. Special shout out to my two Rue mates. Um, roommates, I see what you did there. Yeah, roommates. Um, sorry if I butcher this. Red, um, a blue fur kangaroo, and Kangi, the sweetest kangaroo mange and mate ever. Kangi, not kinky. Kangi, like king, like yeah. Okay, 
not kinky. I heard you say kinky. <laughs> no, it's kinky. <laughs> and number six, and you guys for making an awesome podcast. So those are the things that I am grateful for. So happy, happy holidays and season's greeting from a New Mexico rat king, Alan. P.S. Mm-hmm. I made something for the seasons, so I hope you like it. He attached a, a video clip, but I can't get it to play. And I played it in everything. Hmm. I know. We, we, we really tried it, Alan. <laughs> Re- resend it, Alan. We <laughs> yeah. want to see your video. Yeah, I tried to play it. Um, wouldn't play. Well, thank you for sending that. Are you thankful for your mate? I am. You know, I have a list of things that I'm grateful for, but we'll get to that app, uh, later. I will say I'm thankful for the 10 years of companionship I've had from the temporary tech that we're using today. Hi. <laughs> he's, he's over there fiddling with a tablet while he just keeps track of us. You know, having somebody in your life that, you know, that loves you so much and is, it's grateful. You know, I'm grateful to have something like that. So it's good. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's time for our break. We have the news. It's back. There's actually news, believe it or not. That's why there hasn't been news. Are you serious? Yeah, so we have news. And then we will be back with the second half of the Gratitude Show. Today on For What It's Worth News... Popular furry convention is unexpectedly shut down. What may be the first Spanish-language furry podcast has been published and is now available to the internet at large. A popular furry character is brought back from the dead. And of course, upcoming furry conventions. Bringing you the latest news from around the furry fandom, this is For What It's Worth News. The extremely popular convention, Fur Fright, has come to an end in its current form after the unexpected announcement was posted to the internet by the event's parent corporation. Flayra reports the board of directors originally intended to keep the convention going, but due to a, quote, devastating turn of events, close quote, the event could not continue in its current form. The board has indicated names will be selected internally for the successor event with public input rather than a final vote. Final status of a successor event has not been announced at this time, leaving a rather large hole in the furry convention calendar. To the best of our knowledge, the first furry podcast in the Spanish language has launched on YouTube. Hosted by Kira and Foxe, the first episode, number zero, explores their furry origins and explains the furry fandom in general. If you're interested in hearing a podcast in what may be your native tongue, a link has been placed on the show notes page. Thank you to Kira for the shout out. From the Jumping the Shark Again department, we received word from ABC News that Brian Griffin, who was recently killed off in the popular TV series Family Guy, has been slated to return to the series in short order. This comes after fan outcry over the unexpected death of the character and additional confusion over future episodes indicating Brian would play a main role. Upcoming Conventions Further Confusion 2014 is January 16th through the 20th, 2014 in San Jose, California. Pre-registration is open as of time of publishing of this episode, and as a reminder, For What It's Worth Live will be presented at the convention, so stop by and have a great time. Elliot's Winter Carnival is scheduled for January 25th through 26th in Central Florida. FurCon's FurCoNZ 
is scheduled for February 6th through 9th in New Zealand. This is an outdoor event for the warmer months in the country. If you have news you'd like to have shared during the news break, send it to news at forwhatitsworth.com. You could be our next lead story. Bringing you the latest news from around the furry fandom, this is Tugs with the FWIW News Desk. We'll see you next episode. For what it's worth truly is driven by your letters, emails, voicemails, and more. The show would be a lot more boring without you. You make the difference. Here's how you can join in the fun. To comment on today's show topic, visit forwhatitsworth.com and leave your thoughts on the show notes page. You don't need to create an account to do so. Email the show at cast at forwhatitsworth.com for general comments. Rue at forwhatitsworth.com. Tugs at forwhatitsworth.com. And if you're lonely, Koru at forwhatitsworth.com can be used to contact a specific cast member. Voicemail is awesome, and you don't have to type. Call 469-44-FURRY and leave us a message. Long distance charges may apply. Send cookies, packages, love, and nut bombs to P.O. Box 25394, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84125, United States. If you would like to remain anonymous, just let us know and we will keep it that way. Before sending items to the show, please be aware we cannot return them to you for safety reasons. If you have any original music or art you'd like played on the air or displayed on the website, send it to music at forwhatitsworth.com. If you'd like to keep up between shows, check out our Twitter, at forwhatitsworth, our Facebook page, or our Google Plus page. It's a great way to get your show fixed and see what we're up to. And now, back to the show. Hi, my name is Rufus Sigma. My favorite thing in the whole wide world is drinking ginger ale at 10,000 feet in a jetliner. And you are listening to For What It's Worth. Hey, Rue, can you put another log on the fire before we start? Ah, yeah, let's see. Change the channel. (laughs) Our digital app. Our digital app. All right, well, thank you to Rufus for his idents. We always accept idents. You can always send them to the show. Um, Idents are what you just heard. You're listening to For What It's Worth. Uh, And we'll play them. If you've sent one in before, send it another. We just like to hear you. We love idents. You do. So if you'd like to send one in, go to our site for what it's worth.com. On the right, on the nav bar, it says, do our ident. So click that. It'll give you all the directions you need. Meanwhile, so we have an email from Pyro. Pyro. Who Pyro the this? Husky that's in China. So he says, ni hao from China. Pyro the Husky again. Ooh. Yay. He really wrote. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All the Huskies out there are like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You asked for what I'm grateful for, so here it is. Probably the most common, but my most cherished possession that I am grateful for is my friends and family. They have provided me with so much and asked so little in return. All the opportunities and wonderful times that I have had are because of them. I am very grateful for the furry fandom. It still astounds me how a simple interest in anthropomorphic animals has brought so many people together and has given me a way to connect and make friends with so many great people. I am grateful for my country that has also provided me with great opportunities for my future, as well as many freedoms. 
being here in China has really made me appreciate the state our government is in, even though some say that we are still in bad shape. I am still, I still am happy, nonetheless, that I don't have to compete so desperately for a job like the Chinese people here do. And I am grateful that I at least have certain freedoms to talk about certain things and do certain things that the people here in China are not allowed to do. Last but not least, I am grateful for mint chocolate. Mint chocolate was just meant to be together. It is what makes my world go round. Mm, delicious chocolate minty goodness. And toothpaste. Of just course. Kidding. I am grateful for you guys and the good work you do. Love you all, Pyro. We love Pyro. He is right. Mint chocolate is very important. Like toothpaste. So um, <laughs> apparently we're allowed for the Great Firewall of China, which I appreciate. Thank you, China. Woo! Because obviously not everything is available. We there. don't have a firewall. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> well. Friends, family, it is true. Are you getting your mom anything for Christmas? A bra? You know, I'm probably going to get them, like, no, not a bra. <laughs> <laughs> and the gear started turning. <laughs> Are you going to get your mom a bra? No, I got her a pearl necklace. Oh, really? Yes. You're so nice. I hope she, no, she doesn't listen to the show. I got you a pearl necklace. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to get my mom and dad a tiny Tim. <laughs> That's your dad's penis? Condom brand? No, so that he can like say, God bless us, everyone. You would buy a, a Tim just for that? Oh. A tiny Tim Tam. <laughs> a tiny Tim Tam. <laughs> a tiny Tim Tam. <laughs> for what it's worth, it's brought to you by Tim Tams. Delicious to the last bite. Crunch. Crunch. <laughs> so, we have another email. We do. Oh, oh my God, we do. Little Chew. No, no, there's no T in his name, sir. No tea. Lil Chew. Lil Chew. But I like little Chew. It's like Chew Chew. I do that all the time. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> this is a longer email. It's a mail combo. He says, dear fluffs of the podcast. Didn't want to say balls of fur. Didn't know that didn't sound right. Anyway, this is Lil Chew, the tropical Pokemon from the Dominican Republic and the Caribbean Sea. Yay. Whoever is reading this, please don't read it in a pirate voice. <laughs> glares at Rue. <laughs> Today I'm writing in a mail combo. You see, I've been a few mails late since every time I want to write something, the due date is passed. First, let's start with some adorable hate mail. <clears throat> this is a hard voice to do. Hate mail. <laughs> I do, know. We have, do we have a song for that? It's playing right now. Can't you hear it? No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Tugs, stop teasing on Rue and stop telling him to chew on the cookie. Also, your baby, stop cursing on the show. Rue, stop being so easy to tease. That's why they tease you. Also, you stop cursing on the show. You're like 11 or something. <laughs> Corey, stop cursing too. You have a baby and a preteen in front of you. Sheesh. I love you all. Shit. <laughs> okay, Scissor moving on. Scissor sound tech. Season 3, episode 11, online identities in the workplace. So yeah, I basically only have one account for everything. I don't have multiple accounts like a lot of people do. My friends, schoolmates, and ex-coworkers, they all know I'm an artist and draw furry art, and they don't seem weird about it. Basically, they always find it cute or cool, depending on the picture. Though there are some things I say on accounts than others. For example, Facebook, I don't post art there. It's my normal life with a touch of art and furry. Twitter is more like my mind and thoughts. Uh, Tumblr is full furry, though I have few real-life friends who follow me, and they don't care or ask me nothing. In general, there's always a time and place for everything. <clears throat> is that the email? No, I'm restoring my throat. 
Arg. Next, season three, episode twelve, friendship in the fandom. By now, Tugs must be gugging. He'll tell you why. <laughs> but anyway, this next topic is really dear to me since throughout my years in the fandom, my last few years have been the most meaningful ones on the topic of friendship. I've always had normal friends ever since I started in the fandom. However, these last two or three years have made strong connections with some people. People who I call family now. Friends who can be happy together, cry together, anything. are. I realize some of these friendships due to an event I had with a group of online furry friends who were starting to connect with me. For those who know me, I'm quite the cheery type of person. Always positive attitude and all. However, due to a lot of pressure and a wave of bad news, one day, me was at work and couldn't stand it anymore, and I had me a breakdown. At that moment, there was a Skype group call happening, but since I was at work, I couldn't join them, but I could hear them, which has always made me happy. But yeah, when me meltdown happened, I busted to them and told them everything that was happening. I usually hate telling people my problems since I don't like being a bother, but I couldn't hold them anymore. <sighs> Voice. And just the way they all reacted was the most touching thing that has ever happened. And listening to their support practically made all the bad things go away. Right now, as I'm writing this, my eyes are in tears. After that moment, I know what having really true friends meant. And they were in this beautiful fandom. So after that day, I paid more attention to friendship in general. Online and offline, let me tell you, life becomes meaningful when you do this. As for the part of circles, my friends, my friends are bigger than my Earl friends are ill. But I still love them both equally. Another thing I love is friends in the fandom is how sometimes there are people that you just met for the first time and by saying hi, you get the magical click that can make you both instant best friends. <laughs> I am grateful for my friends. They are amazing. Sorry for the long email and see you guys soon. Hugs and kisses are little chew. <laughs> Your accent went from pirate to like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Do you know how hard it is to read two pages in that voice? Let me just tell you. <sighs> he put his heart into that email and you read it in a pirate voice. He's a, he lives in the Caribbean Sea. What do you want? Arr, arr, I be little too and this be my island. <laughs> Give my boat. Oh my gosh. Good thing that you're friends with him. Maybe, maybe not now, but <laughs> just kidding. I know, right? He's all, all right, kill him now. <laughs> no, no, in all seriousness, um, he posted a piece of art on Thanksgiving, and he put like a little icon for every person uh, of the people he was thankful for. It was a really cool piece. Aww. I know. Uh, and it really was a touching email, even with the pirate voice. Oh, so. oh. We well, we, there's we, nothing we, in there that says grateful. He like, said I'm grateful for my friends. Oh, okay. So that's why you have it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. So yeah, he he was he told the story about that when he posted the art, and it was just like, oh, I, I wasn't in the group chat, but it was it was definitely a, a touching story, a touching moment. Oh. So thank you for the email too. I hope you're not too annoyed for the pirate voice because it really was a wonderful email, and we really appreciate it. Thank you. So we have one more email in this segment, and it's from Yuriu. This is the last segment, my friend. Well, oh, I guess so. <laughs> All right, this is Grateful Dragon. And this is from our good friend Yuriu, who's been on our show several times. He says, 
Hey, Rue, Tugs, Koru, and whoever is running the board. <laughs> Usually it's Koru. He's here with us in spirit. Well, it says or whoever's running the board. Or. Um, wait, wait. Say that opening one more time. Dear. Hey, Rue, Tugs, Koru, or whoever is running oh, the board. Oh, okay. So he said Koru or. Okay, okay, okay. Continue. Okay, okay, okay. And any guess um, of for what it's worth. Anyone that has been following me on Twitter or talking to me online for the past month or so knows that at the beginning of November, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. While it was clearly early, while it was caught early, it really made me reflect on how grateful I am for her and how much I'd miss her if I lost her. Loyal listeners might remember that she was on the Mother Day special in Season 2 on For What It's Worth. She has been a support to me these past few years, accepting the whole furry thing without batting an eye and going to conventions with me. She went in for surgery the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, so she missed the Thanksgiving dinner we had on Thursday. So we had one for her on Sunday. She's doing well now, and I am grateful for modern medicine and the doctors that made the procedure a success. She is not 100% yet, but she's recovering. I'm also grateful for the furry fandom. This is brought to my mind with the recent episodes on friendship in the fandom. I remember going through elementary, really only having one friend. And then three or four years later, he did everything he could to push me away. I went through the rest of school without anybody that I spent time with outside of school that I could consider my friend. My brother and his friends that came over and I spent time with them but I always felt that they just put up with me and weren't really friends. When I went to college, I connected with a couple of people that I still keep in touch with, but we really never spent time together anyways. I mean, away from campus. After graduating with my degree, everything kind kind of came crashing down because I felt like I still didn't have friends. And I realized that I'd I'd been feeling that all along. I just distracted myself with school, so it wasn't too bad. I had known about the furry fandom for about six years at this point, but I had been keeping my distance despite being interested. I decided that it didn't matter anymore, so I jumped in, at least online. I had intended to take my time and ease into it as I was terrible at social stuff. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, I wasn't given much of a choice. I was literally dragged to my first meet, not quite kicking and screaming, but someone had had never been um, considered calling themselves a fur and kind of still don't. He was one of my brother's friends. It was 
it was a disaster with me sitting by myself and not talking to anyone. Anyways, to make a long story short, too late. I kept going back for some reason and eventually warmed up to people. And within a year, I was going to my first con. So I'm grateful for the local group and the person that dragged me to my first meet. Honestly, if he hadn't done so, I probably would have never gone to any meets and still would feel really alone today. You're you. You right? Yeah, I'm okay. Good. Um, a lot of you haven't had the chance to meet your used mother, but she is a powerhouse. She's a very inspirational person. You know, to be able to just accept things and just be like, you know, he's my son. I love him. And, you know, to be willing to even go to furry conventions. You know, he, he says that he's a he's a dragon. And his mom's like, cool, that's, that's awesome. You know, she accepts everything about her son. And that, I believe, is how a parent should be. Um, she, you know, I would highly recommend going back and li listening to that Mother's Day episode because she, she's amazing. But our hearts are with you. Um, we love your mother. Um, we're grateful for her, for her inspiration, but. Cancer's a terrible thing. Mm hmm Now, you said it was in remission? I believe so. Good. I believe that they said that the surgery was a success, so. The next thing on our show notes is what we're grateful for. So this seems like an opportune time to kind of shift that way. But um, in on the note that uh, we're talking about here, be grateful for the people, and I am grateful for the people who I love. I, my loved ones, I treasure more than anything. Um, as, as my husband will tell you, I make sure to say the last thing before he leaves, which is I love you. Just in case, you never know. I don't. I don't want him to go anywhere. Um, but if something was to happen, because it's winter, let's say, and God forbid he plunges off a cliff and that's the end, well, at least the last thing I said to him was I love you. So he knew that, and that was the parting note. So be grateful and and make sure you let those people that you love know that you love them. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't use the phrase I love you very lightly. Uh, but I think as a whole, we could all afford to say just a little more. Just like we could all afford to say thank you for someone who opens a door for us. And stuff. But stop and think about it for a moment. And then let those people know. Because it's it, will, it's it does wonders. And I truly am grateful for those people. Open up your eyes. Look around you. See the things that are happening in your life. Like the people crossing the road in front of you right now. <laughs> There is so much wonder in this world, so many things to look forward to, so many things to be grateful for, and just, you know, realizing those things and reflecting on them, you know, it can give you a great appreciation within your life, and, you know, really fo focus on those positive things and be grateful for those things, and it if you if you focus on all the bad things that are going on all the time, you're going all that's going to happen to you in your future is bad things. But 
if you focus on the things that you're grateful for and the good things that are happening in your life, then you know what? Good things are going to happen to you in your future. I am grateful for a lot of things, and one of the things I'm grateful for is my co-host right here. I don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he tells it to me straight. All the times he tells it to me straight. And in in Australia, they would call him Fair Dinkum. And hell? you're you're a Fair Dinkum friend. Yeah, look what? it up. I don't even know what language that is. What's what is what does that mean? Just like you're you're blunt. Look at it. Google it. <laughs> we'll look it up later. But yeah, it's um it's something that's just what you see is what you get. So thank you. Um you know, I'm also grateful for my mate, of course. That's the main thing that I'm grateful for. I love him with all my heart. I also love cookies. That's awesome. I'm grateful for those things. <laughs> you know, I want to add one thing. Um, in, in getting ready for various things we have coming, like live shows and stuff, um, we have a pretty. We have some very notable audience members out there. I mean, we love you all. We really, really do. Like we say that all the time, and I don't. I don't ever want it to come across like we, we're just saying it, you know? We really do. Like, we sit back all the time and go, holy crap, did this really just happen? Like, I don't ever want that to get old, you know? Um, but I do want to take a moment to recognize some of the giants in our audience. Uh, I mean, just seeing how generous people are who are in a position to be helpful uh, is extremely... Show me this later. Is extremely... <laughs> Uh, touching, like it just it blows my mind, you know. Like for instance, so far this season we've had an audio swap with Margaret Cho. Who would have thought that she was that cool, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've, I've got uh, something in housekeeping. I'm going to announce where, you know, it was. I was just blown away with how we were able to, you know, arrange for some appearances and stuff on our show as we move forward. And you know, for those of you who are those giants, and I think you know who you are. Um, there's there's many of them. I mean, just it wows me that you can still be that nice down to earth person and be willing to help and you know help the little the little podcasts and stuff and our little fandom you know be legitimate and you know and have fun. So I, I do want to thank you for that, especially. I'm thankful for I'm thankful for them as well. I, I'm thankful for the the little person the person that's listening to this podcast i found it that the person that's listening to it right now um and spending your time you know listening to to us and i, I hope that some of our words has helped you in some sort of way has either helped you understand the fandom or you know i i'm grateful for you you know every single listener of the six people that listen to us all six of you <laughs> I'm grateful for so. Okay, so uh, fair, fair dinkum. Oh, true and genuine. What is this? Oh, it's just Australian slang. I'm like, what is that like? I'm gonna say a bad word, Aboriginal or something. <laughs> it's a bad word down there. <laughs> any other any other comments before we move to housekeeping? Or no, we do have one listener mail. Yeah, we do. We do. Just just be grateful. 
you take, know? Take a moment. Really take a moment. Stop and smell the roses. Like, it's so amazing to do that. It really is. In fact, we're going to give you a moment right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. That's it for gratitude for now, but always be thankful. Now we can go back to being selfish. Yay! What do you want for Christmas, Rue? I'll give you a punch in the nuts. Sorry. I want cookies. <laughs> oh my God, I saw a lump of coal ornament at Target, and I was like, holy crap, that's funny. <laughs> All right, so um, before we move to housekeeping, we have one listener mail, uh, and now I must eat some crow for, once again, I must go before the whole of the internet and say I done fucked up. Last episode, we had an email, and it fell on the floor, and I couldn't find it during the show, and so we didn't read it on the air, and it is completely my fault. So I, I want to issue a personal apology to Sarn. We did have your email. I was aware that we had your email, and... We failed to put it on on the right episode. So we are now going to make up for it by having Rue sing. Copyright. So here is his email in its entirety. Greetings for what it's worth. I am a xenomorpher named Sarn. I actually found the fandom through a hater. Upon hearing his hateful rant, I went home and began researching furries and discovered that I was one. That's amazing. <laughs> Seriously. Now I shall move on to the topic. Though I knew about the fandom, and <clears throat> I knew I was one for about six years, I didn't meet my first fur until a couple of months ago. Now that I'd met a few furs and gone to a few meets, I had made many new friends. I wish I'd taken the steps to meet them sooner. I found that furries tend to be more friendly than so-called normal people. I look forward to going to more, being that I've only been to two meets, and being that I still have met eight great guys I can't wait to see again. I love the cast. Keep it up. Your loyal listener, Sarn the Xenomorph. P.S. Sorry for the grammatical errors. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Thank you for sending that email. Oh, and Kira's clap, remember last episode, how we gave her a special clap that was just for her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently she got that off at the end of a really bad day. Really? Yeah. What'd she say? She said it turned her day around. <laughs> the one that was just like, yeah. clap. Yep. <laughs> hey, well, there's another clap for you. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. All right, let's go to housekeeping. Do you have any housekeeping to announce, Rue? Well. Maybe about comments? They can comment on stuff? Oh, well. Subtle hint? You know, there is, there is something that I want to read in a second. So go ahead. Any comments that you have? What? I don't know what he's doing. So if you do have comments uh, about this episode or you want to chime in, Go ahead and leave a comment on our comments page. Number cookies. one, <laughs> cookies. Number one, it makes us look like people go to our website, which we like. Number two, it's cool because we get to see what you think about an episode and if we should ever do it again or not, which we also like. So you can go there. Now, we have learned that if you have, I think it's Norton, it may detect our comment system as a virus. Furry is a virus, but our comment system is not. So uh, make sure that you have your settings adjusted so you can see that if you're in chrome there'll be a little shield in the address bar click it and say load unsafe script because i promise you it's safe it's not our script it's discusses script and they're a reputable company and it's free no accounts required everything is good kumbaya and comment uh and then fire breath has already gone through other ways to contact us so let us know your thoughts and you'll get in the mailbag which we like to read you got your thing Ru? yes i do this is another message from the Rat King. 
Mr. Allen. Where is it from? Somewhere. I loved the last episode. It made me tear up because, well, some of those emails kind of correspond with my life. I did not, let's see, I did not really have a childhood because I was tested. Let's see, did not have many friends. Only my cousin, who has my best friend, and my dogs. I was bullied um, through the middle to the point where I was going to commit suicide. And I was always made fun of the cat and cast out and cast out cast through my middle school and some of my high school ninth and 10th to be right um, to the furry fandom um, is more than a community to me it is my it's like a family to me friends are important to me I met a ton of furries here in New Mexico I can use the social skills that I have and use that to make friends out of the fandom, which is um, 5% of my friends that are not furries. But my furry friends are 99.5% of my life. Thank you for what, it, for what it's worth. This show is great, and it really cheers me up when I am down. Thank you, guys. I love you, all of my friends, and I really do mean that. Rue and Tugs, thanks for putting on this amazing podcast. It's so awesome. From the racking. So there you go. Just a message that was sent to me. So Nice. Well, thank you, Ellen. You got in twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time. It is that time. we got to run through housekeeping. We have to run to the flag and get it. Uh, and then... <laughs> Um, I don't normally announce this, but it's just so damn cool, I kind of want to announce this. So if Rue's okay with it, I'm going to announce a cameo that will be in the next couple episodes. Not sure which one, but it will be there. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not okay with this. Okay, go ahead. Overruled. Objection. <laughs> no. Um, as I was saying, we have met some amazingly generous people, and um, I, I, there's, there's still some work to be done. Uh, but in the next few episodes, we're going to have a nice throwback from the past. If anyone remembers watching Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill, he, Bill, uh, Bill. Yeah, right? Remember Bill the announcer, the, the dead guy. one? They'd be like, Bill, Bill, yeah, what, that guy? Now, the combination of volts and amps we call watts. What? Watts. Now, you know about watts. A 100-watt bulb needs more watts than a 40-watt bulb. I mean, it's a bigger number. More watts. What? No, watts. Boy. That's a lot of watts. Uh, he will be cameoing on our show. Ooh. Same voice, same guy, same everything. Very exciting. It'll be silly and cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, single clap. Oh, one clap. Um, so, uh, yeah, there, there was a little work to be done, but it's, uh, I definitely got an agreement from him today. So if you liked Bill Nye the Science Guy, you like Furry, holy crap, they got together a little bit and had a baby. And that was that episode that's coming. It's a baby. That'll be awesome. It will. I'm excited. Woo. Uh, Do we so, know if we're going to FC yet? <laughs> we have been accepted. We have? Been accepted for FC. But we don't know the time. We don't know the time or the date. I, all I know is that we asked not to be by the adult dragon panel. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> or the Hilton. Please don't put us in the Hilton. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, and you know how you can help us make sure that's going to happen, audience? Tell Show everybody. up. <laughs> Just kidding. Show up. What giveaway we're going to do? I don't know, but we have a legend now. we got to keep it up. Bottle openers were last year. What will be this year? I don't know. We also, head injuries will also not be issued at this one. Um, but shit, I was going to say something. And now you have completely derailed. Thank you for derailing me. Oh, what's our next episode? Oh, yeah. Okay, so our next episode, as this is going to be our last episode for the year. So, the last episode of the year. So, here's the reveal of the topic. Ta-da! Just kidding. So, the reveal of the topic is we are going to do an end of the year um, type review. Not necessarily the end of the year for for what it's worth but an end of the year for yourself so if you have things that have happened to you with this within this year that you want to share um you know reflect back on this year and tell us um some things that have happened to you um also you know on a separate topic what are some of the things that um you're looking forward to this next year um do you have any goals that are in mind? You know, different things like that. So. Inspire others. Inspire us. Tell us. For affinity is in read-only mode still. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? <laughs> Do we have anything else, Tugs? I'm going to remember it as soon as we turn off the recorder. That's just too bad for me. <laughs> I don't think we have any other announcements, so I yeah, this is the end. There will be a game next episode. It'll be back. We love it too much. Well, this has been Rue. This is Tugs. And, and we this have no is... mic for the soundboard. <laughs> Corey's here in spirit. <laughs> and this is the clap. <laughs> and this has been For, for what, what It's, it's worth. worth.